0: Fast Growth Business is brought to you by IP Tax Solutions. The Innovation Tax Specialists.
1: Hi, and welcome to the second edition of the Fast Growth Business Podcast. My name is Steve Livingston, and this podcast is aimed at founders and entrepreneurs building fast growth UK businesses. You can get in touch and get interactive with us on Twitter at IP Tax Solutions, or you can use the hashtag FGB Podcast. We're always looking for entrepreneurs to bring onto the show, so if you've got a story to tell about your growth process and how you're getting on and building your business, then that'd be great. Probably the best place is Twitter, uh, at IPSatSolutions, or if you're uh, some way involved in supporting startups, again, please get in touch. Today, I'm delighted to bring you an interview with Modwena Reese mogg Modwena is an experienced corporate financier turned entrepreneur, and she's the founder of leading private investor news service, Angel News. She's also involved in a whole bunch of other things to do with the startup world, and one thing in particular that's very, very useful for startups using some of the crowd-based funding platforms. So we will dive into that in a moment. Before that, our resource of the week is a useful piece of technology for keeping in contact with your contacts on LinkedIn and other social networks. Uh, It's a nifty little plug-in that you can use with Gmail, and it's called Reportive. If you haven't heard of it, as you say, you can find it on the um, Chrome Web Store, and it's a free app that you basically add on to your Gmail account. And when you're using gmail it will show up in terms of the sidebar if you put someone's email address in and you're already connected with them you can then see their linkedin profiles and um, uh, links to twitter etc etc interestingly if you don't actually know a person yet in terms of you're not yet connected on linkedin and you are emailing them you will then see their details in the sidebar in gmail via this reportive app which is quite useful And then you can click on them directly to connect as a connect button there that you can use which is useful uh, it could be used for more dubious ways if you wanted to guess somebody's email address because if you put an email address in and it is correct it will then uh, flash up with their uh, linkedin details etc in the sidebar so you know it's correct um, please use with care and caution but a very very useful app nonetheless and that is reportive ra double uh, well worth a go okay on to our interview So delighted to have Modwena Reese mogg on with us today. Um, Modwena, I've known for a while, uh, back in my previous life. Uh, Modwena's got significant experience in these areas of uh, raising finance and helping businesses grow. And um, in terms of uh, all aspects, really, from the investor relationship as well. Um, I thought it'd be great to get Modwena on to explain some of the things she's been up to recently and also some things she's seeing as well. Um, But when I let you introduce yourself, because I know you're involved in all sorts of different things, and maybe we can kind of start from the beginning as to sort of how you got involved in this sort of area, and then we can kind of just chat through the sorts of things you're seeing at the moment.
0: Thanks, Steve. Um, Hi, everyone. Uh, I hope you are going to enjoy what we're going to talk about this afternoon. Um, I started in the angel market because I gave up my day job to have a family and then wanted to start working again and The shortcut version is I fell into the angel world and started my own business, uh, helping increase transparency, particularly communications between investors and entrepreneurs. Uh, I built up a business called Angel News over the last 10 years or so. Uh, And so I basically hang out with angels who invest in entrepreneurial businesses and venture capitalists and various others. Um, in recent years, I have got very interested in crowdfunding and I've written a book on crowdfunding on how to raise money uh, in the crowd. And um, I'm also involved with lots of the tax efficient stuff like EIS and SEIS, uh, I'm involved with the trade association and many others. So I sort of try and know a lot about uh, those sorts of areas of activity.
1: Brilliant. That's great. And so, sort of diving into that, I mean, Angel News Mm -hmm. itself, that's still ongoing, isn't it, in terms of getting that out to, 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 to readers?
0: Yeah, we publish a monthly newsletter, which goes out to about 18,500 people, um, talking all about what's going on in the angel market and interesting. It's quite thought leadership driven. So we try and do something that's interesting, which will make people read it, because that's the most important thing. Um, And uh, we also run conferences for uh, investors to meet other investors and fund managers and all sorts of people.
1: Brilliant, brilliant. And what led you on to writing uh, the crowdfunding book? Can you tell us a bit about that and the thoughts of areas you cover? (laughs)
0: Um, I, wrote a, I wrote a book on angel investing um, uh, about five years ago, maybe six years ago now, um, which was quite well received by the market. And when the crowdfunding phenomenon started or was just beginning to start, the publisher, who's a friend of mine, rang up and said, please, would I write a book on crowdfunding? So I wrote a book slightly ahead of the market trying to work out uh, work out how people would be able to really exploit the crowd to get what they wanted out of it whether they're an investor or whether they're an entrepreneur
1: brilliant and tell us about the sorts of things you cover in there what what in, in you know, other areas for kind of entrepreneurs uh, who are looking to raise money what are the sorts of things you you kind of foresaw when you wrote the book and maybe how it's kind of rolled out <laughs> over time
0: um, so luckily, most of what I put in the book has proved to not be tr- too wrong and, and is um, mostly right. Um, <laughs> the main thing about crowdfunding is it is a really exciting opportunity for entrepreneurs to find a way to get money to get their businesses up and running. Um, the uh, mixture, um, the, the thing that entrepreneurs have to think about is: do they want to do a sort of what are called a sort of pre effectively pre-prepaid model, where they sell their products in advance? getting the money, uh, that's like Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And then you move through into the equity where they sell shares in the company to raise money for it. And lastly, then there's the whole debt side where they borrow money off the crowd rather than borrowing it off the bank. So the area I think possibly you're, you, you as the entrepreneurs listening to this might be interested in is uh, selling shares to raise money. Um, there are lots of platforms doing that very successfully now, and it's definitely worth considering if you're looking at a funding route because it has so many advantages, not only if you get it right, you raise a lot of money very quickly, but it gives you an enormous way of testing the um, appetite for your business so you can really tell whether people are going to uh, engage with it and really like your business and try and help it because if they're prepared to buy shares in it, that means they're really committed. Um, the There's only one really important message to understand about crowdfunding though. It's not about the any old crowd general public. It's about your crowd and how keen they are on you first. If your, if your crowd is really keen on you, supports you, really starts backing you in a crowdfunding campaign, then the rest of the crowd will follow but you do need your crowd first so crowdfunding is not for the entrepreneur who is who knows nobody or they may know people but none of those people are likely to buy shares in a company they set up
1: that's very interesting yeah absolutely and it's it's also i suppose like having almost like a lead investor isn't it in a sort of private sort of scenario where you get yeah it is the initial ones will kind of tend to uh, get it going and bring other people with them along the way. Um, and often a lot of investors will kind of seem to wait until that sort of prime mover goes first and then they will follow. So that's interesting to hear on the crowd, in the, in the crowd scenario as well.
0: Yeah. So you won't, you won't necessarily be successful in your crowdfunding campaign just because the platform has lots of people. Mm. You'll be successful if you, A, have a great proposition. Clearly, that's the most important thing of all. And secondly, that you can help, <coughs> excuse me, generate lots of support for your own business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I was often hear people get um, kind of worried about, and I think it's it's to be careful, I think, with with the sort of crowdfunding platforms in the sense of, I mean, hopefully it's not the case, but some companies, if it's easily replicable, replicable if we can get it out, um, mm. you are putting your kind of, you're putting it out there very early stages for the world to see, and you have to show a bit of the points yeah, and answer questions. And hopefully you've got a. you know, most companies, you hope to have a bit of a moat around them with some sort of proprietary element to it that's not easily copied. Um, So it's not for everybody on that front as well, isn't it? You've got to sort of go with your eyes wide open that everybody's going to kind of see a lot of what you are going to be doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, what we see is that actually people put the really secret stuff. They don't put out the really secret stuff. Yeah. But the other thing I would say to entrepreneurs is, and things like funding are, a lot of it's, you know, it is for the business that's going to get really big. It's not for the little business that's never going to get big yeah. and just be what they call lifestyle. But um, if you only want to run you know, one shop in a little town and, yeah. and that's, that's your entrepreneurial endeavor, that's a really great entrepreneurial endeavor. But it's not the same as if you want to sell shares to raise lots of money to create the next Facebook. Yeah. And you guys still want an yeah, and if you want, do the latter. Um, the truth is that if you're really entrepreneurial and really going to make it, you should be moving forward so fast that even if somebody finds out about something you did yesterday, today, uh, you should already be moving onwards and quicker and quicker. So actually, it's quite hard for competitors to catch up with small companies. Yes. And people probably worry slightly too much about giving out information because the truth is, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll um, sympathise with this, Steve. Most yes. people running businesses, they move and change their businesses all the time. They do. It isn't a fixed feast. So the, so the business plan you write you know, is inevitably going to change and develop as you grow. Yes, so therefore, you shouldn't overly worry about giving people information today.
1: That's so true. That's so true. Excellent. Um,
0: anything else in the sort of
1: crowdfunding area? I mean, we can talk about something else involved in a more recent venture, but um, does that kind of lead you on to that? Your, your is it the crowd rating thing you're working on at the moment?
0: Yeah, yes, it's really kind of you to mention it. Um, one of the um, areas that I've always been keen on, as I said earlier, was the whole transparency communications. And what became clear in the crowd is nobody's actually being be trying to give an independent view of whether they think campaigns are any good or not, um, and particularly to spot things where there's a problem in a campaign where, from an investor perspective, they really should avoid it, and the entrepreneur should probably go back and rethink, address the issues that are arising. So, um, so with a friend of mine, who was one of the, the first CEO of a firm called Interactive Investor, which many of you may have heard of, mm. um, that uh, he came to me and we decided together to set up a business which was like a new sort of Moody's or Standard and Pause, um for crowd rating, for crowdfunding. And we've called it crowd rating. Um, and the idea is we fit very simple one-page uh, ratings scoring the campaigns on the degree of quality they have in management, product and investment. So it's very easy to understand what we think. We live or die on what we think, but people broadly are saying that we, um, uh, we're we getting it right in terms of our analysis of a campaign. Um, and I suppose the interesting bit maybe for some of your readers is, is that that company's only been live for two months <laughs> in the public domain. So I'm going through all the startup things that many of the <laughs> listeners will be uh, feeling <laughs> so, I I feel your joy and I feel your pain, everybody.
1: <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So it's a in terms of how that works. And so, are you picking out campaigns from these other platforms and giving your view on them? Yeah. So,
0: so we, we, we we literally we go and look at the campaign.
1: Yeah.
0: And we we have a eight about eighty questions we ask, um, and we use the information from the campaign to answer those questions. And depending on what the answer comes out as, it gets a score. Yeah. And then we we play do clever things with the scores to come out with whether they're effectively gold or silver or bronze in Excellent. terms of um, the quality of, of the inf- as the quality of the campaign.
1: And is that aimed so that that's aimed at the actual founder themselves in terms of who's delivering the campaign to see how they can tweak and improve it. It,
0: it is, yeah, because yeah. you know I, I'm sure that everyone who starts a campaign intends it to be successful yes. and wants great investors and everyone, but inevitably when you're an entrepreneur trying to fundraise. There are things that maybe you haven't quite sorted out yet or there may be things that you um, uh, just don't know yet that you need to know because actually to make your business a success and one Mm. of the reasons for having investors is hopefully they can spot those things and help you resolve them so what we act as effectively is a uh, no cost very quick uh, assessment of how investors might look at you what might bother them uh, and that then can help you to understand how you might need to tweak your business to make sure investors, rather than just looking at you, actually invest in you.
1: Excellent. So, on what stage would an entrepreneur approach you for this, or would or well, do they approach yeah, you? Well, you...
0: so <coughs> yes, they are beginning to, which is really exciting. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, they so if they put a campaign live, we do the rating. So at that point, we can connect with them because we contact them saying, please send us your business plan, and you know, yeah. etc. Um, before a campaign, we are very, very interested in talking to entrepreneurs who are considering crowdfunding because we can give them a really quick way of understanding whether they're likely to succeed or not, or certainly whether they're likely to fail.
1: Excellent. So
0: in terms of before they commit to a um, crowdfunding campaign, which is quite expensive often because you have to make your video and pay lots of fees to people, um, the, you know, the, we're, we're an opportunity to come in and just say, you know what if we look at what you're doing this is what we think this is where we think there are holes these are things where if you deal with it then it, you know the investors will be delighted
1: interesting and did it, sorry did he say there's no cost in, the, in how, how does that work so,
0: uh, so, uh, so so we don't charge for the rating that's, okay. So once your campaigns live, that's free. Yeah. Um, if um, if you want us to sort of actually be your consultant, we have um, a very very low charges.
1: Excellent. <laughs> that sounds good. Nothing
0: to scare you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a few hundred pounds. Maybe a few hundred pounds. But I think yeah. at this stage, because we're so new ourselves, most of all we're interested in entrepreneurs talking to us and telling us what they want from us, rather than us telling them what they should have. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> so so any entrepreneurs want to. Um, bring us up and say, this is what I want. Let's let's try and give them what they want. And we can talk about the conversation about money. I think always comes after we discover what people want.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I mean, and that sounds like it's the sort of thing that um, they will certainly need help with a lot of companies in terms of, and you get the understanding, don't you, looking across uh, all different businesses, yeah. and what's worked and what hasn't worked.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I, I uh, yeah, so I hope well maybe one or two of them will give us a bug, So I guess you'll put my contact details.
1: I will. I was going to say, I mean, you can mention now okay. in terms of where people can the, the website, etc. Do you want to just give that now?
0: Yeah. So it's really simple. Crowdrating.co.uk.
1: Excellent. And the contact and the phone number on it. On yeah. So. Brilliant. That's great. Good. I mean, that probably wraps up most things uh, we can talk about. But I know you've um, mm. you're very busy, and I'll let you crack on. But I mean, it's been really useful to find out yeah. about. The, obviously, the crowdfunding, how it's evolved, um, obviously, CDIS and EIS is still very hot. Um, you're yeah. Probably, I'm sure you're still seeing that as well.
0: We're seeing, we're seeing really interesting things happening. So we're seeing more and more people do CDIS and EIS mm. um, as from an investment perspective, um, partly because taxes are perceived to be very high. So this is a good way to mitigate it. But actually, when we researched um, the market, people never invest just for the tax break. They always invest because they really like the idea, and they think it's going to be fun, and they like the idea of helping an entrepreneur. So that's always part of the mix alongside the tax breaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and certainly, we would we would never encourage somebody to invest just because of tax breaks. That's that's the wrong motivation. You have to motivate because you you have to invest because you believe the entrepreneur is going to make it or might make it, and that your money will help that happen. And that you are going to enjoy, you know, enjoy enjoy helping them with your money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, something we can maybe pick up in the future uh, will be good to talk again mm. is about the connection yeah. in terms of finding those investments. And maybe that's something that we can uh, maybe touch on in a, in a future call. Um, trying to what, fi- finding
0: investors. Yeah, I think finding that's what. Yes, it's always
1: yeah. clear, often have the case. It's the companies obviously saying we've well, got a great idea. Where do we find investors? And you get the, the other side of the fence where you've got investors yes. saying, "Look, I've got some spare time on my hands. I've got some money to invest. Where should I look?" Um, yeah. There's a kind of mismatch there, and maybe we can pick up on that. I'm sure you've got some experience and thoughts on that that we can maybe catch up on.
0: Well, I, yes, I can. I can give them, give everybody a tip now if they'd like it. Yeah, please go on, crack on. Yep. Which is the chances? The chances are you know already know your angel investor, or uh-huh. someone in your family does. Um, and uh, if you think about it, it, could be your boss, it could be your uncle, your cousin, your neighbour, somebody down the road. It could be somebody your mum or dad worked for. Lots and lots of different places to find investors. So don't ever, don't ever believe that you can't find investors. And if you're still stuck after that, ring me and <laughs> I will. Help.
1: Brilliant. And that gets back to what you were saying earlier, wasn't it, about the idea thing, is not being afraid of the, I- you know, talking about the idea. Um, I think you get yeah. the people are just scared of talking about it because they're scared of someone else doing it or replicating it. But I think you've got to talk about it. And as you say, it will evolve and people will help you evolve the idea yeah. to something that's workable.
0: Do you know the biggest problem for, um, uh, for for entrepreneurs is actually when you have no competition at all? Because mm. if you've got no competition, you've got nobody to compare your business against. Yeah. And people who you're selling to have nothing to compare with. And actually people like having choice so actually having competition is really healthy because it makes you should be in a way be slightly worried if nobody's trying to compete with you because that might suggest it's a really duff idea
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah
0: and that may seem that may seem a bit harsh but honestly it's good to have competition because they keep you on your toes so the best thing to do is go out and try and find a customer that should always be your first job as an entrepreneur go and try and sell something to somebody
1: absolutely right what a fine word indeed Brilliant. Well, that's been great. Thank you so much for your time, Modwenna. It's been brilliant for you to share those thoughts and insights with us. Um, I think just one more time, which is where people can find you. Yeah. I'll put it in the show notes as well, but just just while you're on.
0: Yeah. So you just want my contact details? Yeah,
1: go on. Fire it. Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, right. Um, so, so anyone can reach me at modwena at Uk. Great. Um, or um, you can... Or just actually, that's the best email that that will find me.
1: That's the best one to fail. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Madwena. That's been brilliant, and um, uh, thanks for speaking. And thanks again, Madwena, for sharing your time with us. I think that was really useful uh, for everybody listening. So that wraps up this show. Uh, This is the second edition of Fast Growth Business. I hope you found it useful. Uh, If you want to interact, please get in touch. At IPSat Solutions is a good place to find us on Twitter. Uh, Please leave us your comments. And if you can get over to iTunes and subscribe, that's great. So you can get uh, past episodes. There's only been one so far, uh, but you'll also get future episodes sent directly to you. If you'd also leave a rating, that's always useful in terms of helping more people find this podcast. Uh, That'd be much appreciated. And until next time, thanks for listening.
0: Fast Growth Business is brought to you by IP Tax Solutions, the innovation tax specialists.